Today is Bible study day here on Babby's house. I want to encourage you to get your Bible and turn to Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. And we're going to look at what God's Word says concerning shining our light. I'm Babby Mason, and this is Babby's house. I'm coming to you right now. And welcome to Babby's house where everybody is a member of the family. I'm the host of the show, Babby Mason. And thank you so very much for joining me. If you know anything about Babby Mason, that's me, then you know I love the Word of God. And so today we're going to open the Word of God and look at Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, and, and talk about shining our light and the joy of sharing our faith. So get your Bible, maybe something to write on, something to write with, just to encourage you throughout the week so that you can come back and glean some truth from God's Word. I want to kick off the show with a song that I wrote many years ago, but the truth still stands that we are to go into our world and shine our light for Jesus. Parking lot of the coffee shop just the other day. She smiled and she said, Well, I'm doing okay, and I felt her pain. I took her hand in mine, said it's gonna work out fine. But as she turned, I wondered, Did I just What she needed most was a word of hope and a prayer or two. A little more time and a timely word could have pulled her through. And so I think of her and I wonder too, is anybody hurting, sitting right next to Well, then Jesus is the end. 
and shine the light. Welcome back to Babby's house. I am so blessed to be able to uh, share my heart today from the Word of God. But before we look at God's Word, I want to share something very special that occurred just a few uh, months ago. Um, I was blessed to receive the Golden Scroll Lifetime Achievement Award from the Advanced Writers and Speakers Association, which is an association of over 800 women authors and speakers. And what a joy it was to be able to uh, share the conference with other writers and speakers and to have them affirm and confirm my ministry as a writer and a speaker and to acknowledge the work that I've done over the course of ministry. And I want to say thank you to my good friends, Rhonda Ray and Linda Evans Shepard, who work there at the organization called ASA. Advanced Writers and Speakers Association for bestowing upon me this tremendous honor. Thank you all so very, very much. Well, again, it's a wonderful privilege to be able to share from God's Word. And those of you that know me and know a little bit about my history, you know that my father was a wonderful pastor and preacher, and he loved the Word of God. He's in heaven with the Lord now, but he bestowed upon me just a great love for God's word. That's a part of our heritage. I come from a long line of preachers and pastors, five generations that I know of. And um, what a wonderful privilege that is to come from a family that loves the word of God. And so today I wanted us to take a look at one of my favorite passages. I memorized this passage as a little girl and uh, I want to read it um, from another version from the New Century Version, but we're going to go to the King James Version, the version that I memorized. But I want you to get your Bible and look at Matthew chapter 5, beginning at verse 13. Now, this is a red-letter passage, and we know that when we see the words that are written in red, we know that they are the exact words spoken. These are words spoken by Jesus. And so let's go to Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, and we'll read from there to verse 16. And this is what it says. This is what Jesus says to the people who were gathered that day. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its salty taste, it cannot be salty again. It is good for nothing except to be thrown out and walked on. You are the light that gives light to the world. A city that is built on a hill cannot be hidden. And people don't hide a light under a bowl. They put it on a lampstand so that the light shines for all the people in the house. In the same way, you should be a light for other people. Live so that they will see the good things you do and will praise your Father in heaven. The King James Version in verse 16 says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. You know, when I read this passage... That very first word in verse 16 from the King James Version says, let. And we know that that word let means to allow, to yield, to give permission, to permit, to, to yield, to give way, to let your light so shine. You, you know, there's no, there are no conditions to shining your light. Oftentimes we think, well, 
shining your light is for preachers and for evangelists because that's their calling. But here in the word of God, there are no conditions to this commandment. It says, let your light and the your is you and it's me. Let your light so shine before men. So that means that there are no conditions. What this means is you're either a missionary or you're a mission project. And uh, you are to obey the commandment to go into the world and make disciples uh, to the Great Commission. And, you know, I, I love telling stories of how the Lord allows me to shine my light. You know, a few years ago, I reached a very memorable, very celebrative season in my life where I crested 50 years of walking with the Lord as my, as my Savior. That was a few years ago. I'm now on year 56, 56 years of walking with Jesus as my Savior. What a wonderful privilege. I accepted Jesus when I was very young. My daddy was preaching that Sunday morning, and I uh, felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit even as a child and gave my life to the Lord, and that was 56 years ago. And I uh, celebrated year number 50 a few years ago. And when I did that, I rededicated my life to the Lord. And I said, Lord, if you'll give me opportunities to share my faith, I will do it. If you put me in a place in the store, in the gas station, at the pharmacy, wherever, you give me an opportunity to tell somebody about you, I will do it. And this is what happens. When you pray a prayer like that, God will take you up on it, won't he? And he is taking me up on it. And he has placed me into some situations that have been, some of them have just been, you know it's God because they are just so hilarious. How You can see how God orchestrated this. And one of those happened one night when my husband and I were on our way to Birmingham, Alabama. And a friend of ours was... Um, premiering a movie that she had produced. We were on our way to see the movie. Shortly before getting to the venue, I thought, you know, I need to get her something to commend her accomplishments. And we saw a, a, like a Sam's Club off in the distance. And I don't usually shop at the Sam's Club, but I figured they must have flowers and cards in there. So my husband dropped me off in the parking lot. I dashed in. I got a clerk who could help me navigate the store. And in just a few moments, I had a beautiful bouquet of flowers and a, and a card to give to my friend. It was then that the clerk, the, clerk, the clerk said to me, you're going to need your Sam's membership club card. And I said, well, I don't shop here, so I don't have a card. She said, well, then you'll just have to pay full price. And I needed the flowers, and it, is what, it was what it was, right? Well, as we were having this conversation, a dear lady stepped into the line behind me. And she overheard the conversation, and she said to me, hey, you can use my card and get the discount. I said to her, well, God bless you, my friend. Thank you so very much. She put her hand on her hip and she said, girlfriend, I need a blessing. She said, my grandkids have moved in with me and they're about to eat me out of house and home. She said, I have a 13-year-old grandson and he keeps me on my knees. Well, I'm an encourager. I, I just want to encourage my dear friend that I had just met. And I said to her, well, my friend, I pray then that God will open up the windows of his heaven and shower down so many blessings for you and your grandkids. You won't have room enough to receive them all. Well, that lady was pulling that blessing out of my mouth before I could spit out all the words. She just began to worship God right there in the checkout line of the Sam's Club. She just began to worship God. Thank you, God, for that blessing. I need that blessing. I received that blessing. Well, I got in on a good thing and just began to worship God with her. And we were just having a good time while we waited to be checked out. Well, a young lady got into the line behind her, and she just 
you know, we we were just two new friends. You know, no 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 loud commotion, no laying on of hands, no slinging of the oil, nothing of that. Just two new good friends who love the Lord, just having a conversation. Well, this young lady stepped into the line behind the, the lady that was behind me, and she eyeballed me and she said, "Excuse me, ma'am, but can I speak to you?" So I went to the end of the line and I said to this young lady, "What can I do for you, precious one?" She said, "If you don't mind, will you bless me too?" Oh, I saw God just moving right there in the checkout line of the Sam's Club. This was a few years before COVID, and I could be up in her, in her space, okay? I wrapped that young lady. She was just a, I could just tell she was probably a college student, or maybe in her early 20s. I wrapped that young girl in my arms like she was a long-lost relative. I prayed a sweet prayer in her right ear, blessed her in Jesus' name, challenged her to read the Word of God. And as I spoke affirming and confirming words into her life, tears just began to well down and just stream down her face as she sensed the presence of God just loving on her right there in the checkout line of the Sam's Club. Well, it was my turn to pay for my items, and I did that. I waved a farewell to my new best friends, and I went to the exit where there's a clerk who checks your purchased items against your receipt. He did that, and as I turned to leave, he stopped me, and he said, excuse me, ma'am, but before you go, if you don't mind, will you bless me too? Oh, I just saw God giving me an opportunity to shine my light right there in my coming and going. And that's what he wants you to do in your coming and in your going, as you're shopping, as you're out to eat at the restaurant, as you're pumping your gas, you bear the love and the light of Christ and he wants you to let your light shine for him. And then in this passage, there's another word uh, that comes after let, it's the word so. Let your light so shine. We see that word, uh, that word so in another very powerful scripture that we've all probably committed to memory, John 3, 16, where Jesus says, for God so loved the world. Well, I'm an old English teacher, and I looked that word up one day, and the word so means this. Are you ready? The word so means to such an extent, to the greatest degree, extremely, abundantly, above and beyond any doubt. That's how much God loves you. He so loves you. He loves you extremely. He loves you abundantly. He loves you beyond limits. And to the same degree that we've been loved, God wants us to go into our world and so shine. Because we've been so loved, he wants us to go into the world and so shine to the very same degree. Go into your world and make God look good. He wants you to let your light so shine. Can I tell you another story? Well, I happen to teach songwriting, and uh, we have conferences in our ministry, and a conference was coming up, and I'd been invited to go and speak to a songwriter's group. They'd given me the address of their meeting place, and I was a little taken aback when the address in my GPS, when my GPS landed me in the parking lot of a bar about 45 minutes from my house. My friends were with me and we were a little hesitant. Is this the right place? But we figured, yeah, here, here we are. So we had a quick prayer meeting in the car, went on inside the bar and uh, found a, a place to sit. Well, the gentleman that invited me uh, was up on stage with his band and he was playing a few songs. When he saw that I had arrived, he invited me up on the stage to jam with the band. I said, hey, let's do Amazing Grace. 
KFC, we did a few verses of Amazing Grace. When I was finished, somebody from the back of the room said, sing another one. So we sang just a closer walk with thee, kind of Louisiana blues style. When we were finished with that, somebody shouted, sing how great thou art. When we were done with that, somebody else shouted, sing shout to the Lord. The next thing I knew, we were in a full-fledged worship service. They called out a request, we sang, and everybody worshiped the Lord right there in the bar. When I was finished, people began to come by the table and just express their gratitude. One young man said, you know, I gave my life to the Lord when I was just a young boy, but I've since abandoned my faith. But hearing you sing these songs tonight has stirred something up on the inside of me. We prayed with that young man, and he re rededicated his life to the Lord right there in the bar. A young lady came and sat down at the table just expressing her gratitude for the music. And she said, how can you sing about Jesus in a place like this? I said, well, precious one, evidently he knew that you would be here and you needed to hear this message. You needed to know that God so loved the world, he so loves you, that he gave his only begotten son for you, that if you would just believe in him, you would not perish but have everlasting life. Before our conversation had ended, that young lady bowed her head and received Christ as her savior right there in the bar. A few days later, I began to get a barrage of emails saying, when are you coming back to the bar to sing for us again? This is my point, beloved. Wherever you go, you bear the light and the love of Christ. The Bible says we're the salt of the earth. We add flavor to this world. Can you imagine what the world would be like without light? It would be very dark. It would be very dark and very flavorless. But you and I add the hope, the life, the love, the light, the, the hope, the faith, the belief, the beauty into the world. That's why God has given you this charge to go into your world and make God look good. And that's my third point. The Bible says here in Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. That's why you shine your light, so that men can see your good works. They can see Jesus shining through you. And the second part of that is that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Can you just imagine the night that we sang in the bar or the day that we were at the Sam's Club? The, the atmosphere that must have been left behind. Not, not because of Babby Mason, but because Babby Mason bears the love of Christ. You see, you and I put hope and joy and love into the world. Can I tell you one more story? One day I'd gone shopping. Seems like God has given me a shopping ministry, do you think? Because it seems like when I'm in the store, you know, spending a little retail therapy at, at the shopping center or whatever, you know, just going out, out and about. This, this is why, you know, you don't, you don't need a platform. You don't need a pulpit. You just need to go into your world and let your light so shine. So one day I was in the grocery store in our little town where we live, and uh, the music was playing. The, the music on the Muzak was playing there in the store. It was Neil Diamond singing Sweet Caroline. Well, you know, I like that little song. It's a melodic melody. And it's an old song that was, uh, came about close to my generation. And so Neil Diamond and I were just having a, a little moment. You know, I was just singing along with Neil. 
And I promise you, I wasn't singing very loud. I was just kind of humming, waiting for my turn to be checked out. Well, the gentleman in front of me says, hey, that sounds pretty good. You ought to sing for a living. I said, well, I do. I do sing for a living. He said, well, sing something for me right now. Well, that was like saying, sick him to a bulldog. I eased up in that man's space, and I began to sing Amazing Grace. Well, what happened was the manager who was in that little cubby hole that's up at the front of the store, he turned off the music. He came out of his little cubby hole there at the front of the store. He stood right there at the end of the checkout lane and lifted up his hands, raised up his head, and began to worship right there in the grocery store. People began to gather around, and when I saw that I had an audience, oh, y'all, I, I poured it on like I was singing at, on stage at Carnegie Hall. I poured it on, and when I was finished, there was some applause and some amens as people went their way, and I had a chance to witness to the gentleman ahead of me and witness to the young lady who checked me out. As a matter of fact, the young lady who was checking my groceries said, that Amazing Grace is my grandmother's favorite hymn. She's at home and she's sick right now. And I just said, well, precious one, can I, can I pray for your grandmother? Do you mind if I pray for your grandmother? And let me tell you something. You know, I don't, pull, I don't sling oil. I, don't, I, I just love, I just try to love people. I just try to love people in my coming and going. And I, I asked her, I said, can I pray for your grandmother? And not, and I, I do that, you know, when the Lord leads me to pray for people, just in my coming and going in the aisle and when I'm looking at the towels or when I'm pumping my gas. And not one time has anyone ever refused a word of prayer. That just lets you know how, how people just want to be close to God. They want to be close to God. They want to hear from God. They want to know that God loves them, that God has a plan for them. And I said to that young lady, I said, do you mind if I pray for your grandmother? And she stopped checking my groceries. And do you know what else happened? I guess people were just kind of um, easing into my conversation. I guess they heard me sing, and they were just kind of looking at, at me. You know, people are taking notes on you. They're taking notes on you. When you say you love the Lord, they're taking notes on you. They're watching how you, how you talk and how you walk. I heard a preacher say this, and I wrote a song that um, the Mark Trammell Quartet recorded, and the words say this, your walk talks and your talk talks, but your walk talks louder than your talk talks. It's a cool song that I wrote with my friend uh, Rodney Griffin. Your walk talks and your talk talks, but your walk talks louder than your talk talks. And our walk was, was, was talking pretty loud that day in the grocery store. And when I asked that young lady, could I pray for her grandmother, she stopped checking out the groceries and said, yes. I prayed for her grandmother and was just a beautiful witness to the Lord. Well, I just wanted to encourage you today, my dear friend, to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Anywhere you go, anyone you meet, any time of day or night, you can let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Well, praise the Lord for his word today. I want to encourage you to go to my website at babby.com, first name only, babby.com, and there you'll see wonderful resources. You'll be able to just see what we're about and look at my concert schedule. Maybe sometime you can meet me on the road when I'm in a city near you. 
a lot of times these churches and um, sponsors of concerts are, they stream their concerts and you can get all that information right there on the website. And while you're there on the website, there's a listen live button. Click that listen live button and that will launch Babby Mason Radio. Babby Mason Radio. And you can listen to beautiful music and encouraging words 24 hours a day. Well, I'm glad that I was able to share my heart with you today. And I just want to challenge you that the next time you go out and about, next time you're pumping your gas or shopping in the grocery store, remember that people are checking you out. They're listening to your, your, your words. They're watching your behavior. Will you shine your light for Jesus? Well, let me leave you with this blessing. The same blessing that I gave to the man that day when I was at the Sam's Club and I was on my way out the door. I said this, the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God bless you, my friend. I'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.